Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and an absolute politics nerd. Whether it's yesterday or 100 years ago, I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 On this day, 119 years ago, October 16th, 1901, Theodore Roosevelt had a political ally and friend over to the White House for dinner. No big deal, right? Well, it turned out to be a big deal indeed, and I'll tell you why. The person he had over for dinner was Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Tolliver, for middle name nerds, Washington advised Roosevelt on race issues and they'd become friendly, dining at the governor's mansion in New York. He was also the leader of the Tuskegee Institute of Alabama and was considered one of the most powerful black leaders in the country. Black Americans were hopeful as Roosevelt's presidency began. He was a politician who understood the complexity of race relations and wanted to work to bring black men to equality, even if he didn't always know where solutions lay. The Pope at the time spoke worldwide about Roosevelt's wishes for racial equality. He wasn't perfect by any means. He was prone to paternalism in private, but his accomplishments in office were lauded as racially progressive. In early 1901, Booker T. Washington published his second book, Up From Slavery. The work was so resonant that Washington became a cultural figure across the United States. That October, within his first month at the presidency, Teddy Roosevelt invited Washington to dinner at the White House. Politicians invite each other to dinner all the time, right? Well, Roosevelt had invited Washington, Booker T, to come to Washington, D.C., for a conference in the Capitol, and he was looking forward to hearing Washington's thoughts on political appointments in the South and learning about the opinions of Black voters. After meeting, they had dinner at 8 p.m. sharp. Roosevelt's wife, daughter, and three sons ate with the two well-known politicians. Roosevelt had had many prominent black men over to the governor's mansion in New York for meals, so this didn't seem like a big deal. Alas, America writ large was not as progressive as his constituency in New York State had been. After dinner, the White House released a statement. Booker T. Washington of Tuskegee, Alabama, dined with the president last evening. Despite the innocuousness of the statement, Southern journalists and politicians immediately began to attack Roosevelt in Washington. The statements were so vicious that... They're not fit to repeat here. But basically, newspapers and politicians called it an outrage, an abomination, and outlets created offensive cartoons parroting the president in Washington. Afterwards, the White House tried to throw some curveballs to get out of the scrutiny. In a fake news moment, they denied the dinner had happened at all. They claimed it was lunch, or that women hadn't been present. But the news was already out, and the reactions continued to spiral. Northern presses were more open-minded, generally saying that Washington was an accomplished man and that Roosevelt wanted to represent all of the American people. 
Some black leaders praised Washington for building this bridge, but others were afraid he was a hypocrite for supporting the White House during a time of segregation. On October 25th, Booker wrote Teddy a letter that said, among other things, I am convinced of three things. In the first place, I believe that a great deal is being made over the incident because of the elections which are now pending in several of the southern states. And in the second place, I do not believe that the matter is felt as seriously as the newspapers try to make it appear. And in the third place, I am more than ever convinced the wise course is to pursue exactly the policy which you mapped out in the beginning. The letter was longer, but basically his opinion was clear. The press is making way more big of a deal of this than it actually is, and let's see each other again soon. No one bat an eye when black men worked at the White House or came from meetings. But at the time, dining together was a signal of social equality, and many Americans were uncomfortable with black men being social equals of the president. Even more backwards, there was a social script that said that inviting a man to your dinner table was the same as inviting him to propose to your daughter. That, of course, is messed up attitude to have towards women in addition to these clearly racist ideas. Though these attitudes are disgusting, it's important to remember how backwards our country was at the time and how the ways the U.S. is still racist were influenced by the early 20th century. I'm glad that Teddy Roosevelt was president at the time, a man who viewed Booker T. Washington as an equal. The fervor after the dinner was so bad that Booker T. Washington literally got death threats in the mail. In the end, Roosevelt stood strong, stating, I shall have him to dine as often as I please. The reaction was so strong that no other American president invited a black man to the White House for 30 years. I'm not even 30 years old. It's really disgusting to imagine that type of racism pervading the White House for longer than our lives so far. The next person to invite an African-American to the White House wasn't even a president. It was a first lady. Herbert Hoover's wife, Lou Hoover, invited a black representative's wife to the residency in 1929. It's honestly tragic to think about this time in history and realize how many Americans were angry that the president would invite a black man to dinner. Even though we're still working towards racial equality and we have a long way to go, I'm really glad to be alive in a time where this type of social outcry would be called for what it is racist, evil, and just flat out wrong. To be honest, it's hard to look back on a historical moment like this with anything but disgust for the people who maligned Booker T. Washington's presence in the White House. But I'm glad to learn about it nonetheless, because during moments of hopelessness, it's a reminder that progress does exist. 107 years later, Barack Obama would become president of the United States. In his concession speech, John McCain cited this dinner as evidence of how far society has come since the outrage over this evening. This is one of the occasions when progress came out on the right side of history. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's music fact is more about breaking up than getting together. In 1972, Creedence Clearwater, Revival, split up following the failure of their most recent album, Mardi Gras. The album was already proving contentious prior to its release. Brothers and bandmates John and Tom Fogarty had been fighting about creative control, which resulted in Tom leaving the band. The result was a messy and mixed bag album, which didn't have the cohesion and clarity of the band's first three records. A Rolling Stone critic called it the worst album he'd ever heard from a major rock band. Yikes. 
Prior to this flop and subsequent breakup, CCR produced a prolific amount of work in their four short years as a band. Do you have a favorite song from CCR's short career? Mine is Proud Mary. And for today's final segment, I'm going to be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on an October 16th in my life. I don't think I have anything exciting that happened on an October 16th in my life. I have a lot of photos of my cats and my dogs because they're the cutest things in the world and I love them very much. Um, I also have a photo of me playing Overwatch and I believe that it was the first week that I ever started playing in 2017. No, 2018. 2018 is when I started playing Overwatch. It was my like one of the earlier FPS games that I really got into. Um, I was addicted to Overwatch. Also like pretty good at it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but yeah, I think that was also the like beginning of me being excited to stream more video games and things. So, um, yeah, if you guys ever uh, watch me on Twitch, please be nice to me. I really want to be good at video games and I'm not that good at it. So, uh, (laughs) thanks. Um, yeah, that's my fact for the day. Not really like a fact singular, but more just like me spewing things about my life with photos of my dogs being there, photos of my cats and photos of me playing video games, which is kind of normal for my everyday life. Anyways, thank you for going back in time with me. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow along at 365 Days MXM Tune on all platforms so you can keep up to date as we release new episodes. Come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 360